This is the Real Estate Foundation, your show for massive action with proven results. Raise your life and your legacy with real estate. Are you ready to take your multifamily game to the next level? Well, you need to join us October 12th, Saturday, October 12th, for our one-day multifamily foundation workshop. We're going to bring it to you live. We got a list of 15 speakers that are going to go through the process of everything it takes to get your mind right, get the deal right, learn the terms, understand the markets, learn how to find the deals, learn how to underwrite the deals, learn how to put your team together, everything from property managers to brokers to insurance companies. Beyond that, what's the proper way to raise funds for a deal and how to close a deal and what to do after you take over a deal. So it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be awesome for you to join us. Got a great space. It's going to be here in New Jersey, in Springfield, New Jersey. Of course, it's going to be a one-day event, but we got everything packed in from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Right now, if you put in the code workshop, you're going to get a special discount. And again, that code is workshop, but you need to go to multifamilyfoundationworkshop.com. Again, www.multifamilyfoundationworkshop.com and go fast because we've sold a ton of tickets for this. I actually was able to get a bigger room, so but that's filling up quickly as well. So again, www.multifamilyfoundationworkshop.com. Put in the code uh, workshop. There we go. Got that down and look forward to seeing you so we can all take massive action together. Podcast. Thanks for checking back in with us. Super excited to have you. And of course, if you like what you hear, go give us a ratings and review. It doesn't matter the rating. We just want to hear from you. We want to know what's working, what really stands out from you and what we can do better to bring you more value and more awesome content. But we know we have that today. We are super excited for today's guest, Augustino Pentis. Hey, Augustino, how are you? Man, I'm awesome. I am just Good. phenomenal. How you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. And we had a just super awesome talk on, on your podcast yesterday. So I appreciate yeah. you having me on. I, that was awesome. We talked about everything from, you know, mindset to business to fitness. And it was just, it was just full of really awesome stuff. Really of course, stuff. Yeah. yeah, the Bulletproof Multifamily Mindset Show is where you're going to find that there. Uh, the podcast, Bulletproof Cashflow Podcast. So that's come out. Dive in there. He's got some awesome content. But a bit more about Augustino. He's a multifamily investor, syndicator, and entrepreneur with more than 15 years of experience in real estate. He currently oversees strategic partnerships, capital development, and platform development for Realty Dynamics Equity Partners, an investment firm specializing in multifamily acquisition and asset management services. So Augustino, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, so, man. Yeah, absolutely. This is so much fun. <laughs> well, I know about you, but for listeners out there who are like, well, that sounds awesome. Tell us more about you. Tell us more about, about who you are, what you're doing, and then we're going to dive in because you just have an incredible story. Yeah, well, you know, just like you pointed out, I, my journey of real estate started um, just, just over 15 years ago. Oh. And you know, I think the most relevant time was uh, when I really hit rock bottom. I, I was living in Florida at the time, and I got home from a consulting gig. I was doing IT consulting. I picked up, after, I picked up this gig after this economic crash. Uh, I get to the front door of the, of the home that was renting. I step inside. Everything's dark. You know, I flip on the light switch and there's no lights. And that's when I get the sinking feeling in my stomach. And I knew why I was standing in darkness. And it was because I didn't have enough money to pay the electric bill. You know, that's, it was at that point, I felt like an absolute failure. You know, so leading up to that point, I was a C-level executive running these large enterprise IT uh, groups for publicly traded companies, managed very large budgets, did all, 
a great deal of success, you know, helped this company really grow and go public. And it was just phenomenal time. And it's very hard to figure out like what, what did I do in my life <laughs> to get to yeah. a point where I can't even afford the electric bill. So I was just frustrated. I was alone, gone through a divorce. So I was like, it was, it was, it was really, really bad. It's probably one of the darkest moments uh, of my life, but that's when I, did, I had to make a decision. That's ultimately what it was a decision. That I can't let this ever happen to me again. You know, this, this is it's a case where, uh, where you're, you're so, you're so devastated that, you you have to you have to make a choice of okay am i what am i going to do next is this can i really make this happen to me again yeah and i love that and so it happens to a lot, right? Because you have your identity and your identity is, of course, you know, your, your job, you know, your, your, your marriage, all these things that are happening in your life. And then it transitions. And without that identity that you knew, it's almost so much hard, harder to pivot. What was it that stood out? You said, okay, this is it. I'm changing it. You have the lights go out. What was that next step? What did you do to change your outcome? Well, I, I knew that. <laughs> it's funny. The, the mindset is everything right? What you think you become. And it sounds like a cheesy phrase you might see in the, on, the, on, you know, on your memes on Instagram or whatever, but it is 100% the case, you know, absolutely. So I knew I had to do something, but I didn't know what, even though I'd been doing real estate, I still had some single family homes. And, and, and you know, after the economic crash, it's very hard to get things to cash flow properly because just what the rents were and you have to keep ratcheting them down just to break even. You had all that to deal with or you know, when you're through an economic cycle, but it was getting the mindset fixed. And what I mean is I had to really expand my mind up. And so even after that scenario, I decided to put my big boy, big boy pants on and go to refocus my career, take another job that had paid, paid me a lot more money and get out of that whole scenario and really decide what am I going to do next? So I was still working as a, as a CIO. And you know what? It was one of those cases where I really had to study and train. That's probably the biggest, the biggest hurdle that many people have is they don't understand how to do it. And so they get stuck in a cycle. I want to do multifamily, but I don't know how, you know, uh, I studied on my own. I didn't take on a mentor. Things would have been a lot faster had I done that. Um, you know, the, the, the really, it was really training, studying everything I can get my hands on when it came to real estate and making a decision to actually do it, you know? So, yeah. Uh, but even aside from the training and the studying, I also studied psychology, studied the 25 cognitive biases, why people do what they do, emotional intelligence, all these things that we don't think of as far as real estate is concerned. But in this business, this business is a people business. It relies heavily on people and relationships. If you can't do that, if you can't talk to people, you're done. It doesn't matter how much you know about putting a deal together. If you can't go raise money, if you can't talk to that broker, if you can't hire on a good property manager to manage your deal and then properly manage the property manager, you will lose. You know, so I had to learn all these things, you know, so right from scratch right from scratch. So, you know, it's so well said, right? Everybody gets so comfortable. And um, so we, we have our meetup last night and um, it wasn't meant to come out mean, but, but, but the, the emphasis of my talk was, listen, we want you here to be productive. If you're going to come here for 10, 11 meetups and not take action, it, it's the same as not coming. So you might as well not come because yeah. you're really not getting anything done. You're just coming, wasting two hours of your life, just hearing information, but the information's worthless. It's, it's almost like if you were just hearing static because you're doing the same with it. 
We were talking about that yesterday. We were yeah, talking. About, yeah, it's like, yeah. and you know, even after that call, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, man, I wonder if we were really, really harsh on the listeners. Yeah. Listen, listen to this. Yeah. It's like they're being like, man, these guys are hardcore. But, but you know what though? That's the thing. It, when, when, when everything lines up, and, I, and by everything, I mean, what is the, the long-term goal that you see for yourself? Where do you want to be when you're 60, for instance, and, and you work your way back, you have to attack that goal relentlessly. You cannot deviate. You cannot say, well, you know what? I'd like to be a, a, a multifamily guy, but I'm going to open up this ice cream stand first. It's just ridiculous. It's, yeah. It requires a, a hardcore focus. And I think that people underestimate that when we fall into the lull of the 40-hour job with the paycheck and we're, every Friday we're like, okay, where's that paycheck at? I got to have that paycheck. And we get, we get lulled into that false sense of security. And you know what, folks? There is no security. Someone yep. else is pulling the strings and then making a decision if you're going to be, a, if you're going to have a job there next week. It's happening right now. Right now it's happening out there. Yeah, it's, it's that common, you know, you're either going away from pain or, or towards pleasure is when it really happens. And for this, people right now are maybe just feeling that little like finger in their side and it doesn't, it doesn't get to them that much. Like maybe they'll sit there and they want to do real estate, but they don't have that pain point there to know until maybe we have this, you know, this correction and jobs are taken away again because really, yeah. you know, is the security in the job or is the security in really being able to control your future? And you've taken the steps to say, it's control my future. So these are the steps I'm going to do. So- <laughs> Give us, give us a, a, the roadmap. And of course, everybody has their own roadmap, but what were those steps to really take your future back? Well, you know, after, after that scene in Florida where I was, I, I knew I had to do something. And even though I've had done real estate up until that point, but I was doing like small single family, small multifamily, you know, stuff like that. I still thought that, you know what? I, I can't let this happen to me again. I need to get, get my whole job situation back together and I need to, uh, to do something. Hmm. That's, that's the thing though, too. It was something. It was not, I have to do real estate. It had to do something, right? So I took on other jobs, C-level executives, making bank. You know, At that point, the, the economy was doing better. But I, I knew that I was still vulnerable. I knew I was still vulnerable, meaning that at any given time, even though I'm a C-level executive making a couple hundred, few hundred grand a year, I could still get that taken away from me. And everyone that relies on me, like I have a son, you know, if, he, if, uh, it's, if something happens to me, he doesn't eat. That's a problem, right? But you know what? It was, um, say, about uh, three years ago, well, actually more, a little longer than that, where I was working with, with a group out of Indianapolis. The, the president of the company hired me on four years ago. Uh, and I go in there, fix the whole company up. It was, it was a complete mess. Ran IT properly, got them back to productivity and, and helped drive profits. Well, he got upset but for whatever reason, and he left the company. So a new, a new CEO comes in. So if, I don't know for, if, if you know any of how corporate America works, but when a new CEO comes in, he gets rid of all the C-level executives and he brings in his own guys. That's Got typically it. what happens. And that's what happened to me. So here I am, round two, right? And uh, I, at that point, uh, this, and this is part of the problem, what I just described, I was earning bank, man. I was making tons of money, uh, single dude, by himself, nice house, fast cars, I had it all, chilling, right? I wasn't in pain. 
I was looking at big multifamily. Hmm. I was looking at it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I wonder why that deal is for sale. You know, it's, 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 it looks like a pretty interesting deal. Uh, uh, it's all right. I'm going to go buy this Viper. Yeah. <laughs> That's way easier to try to figure this out. Yep. And then this, uh, so here I am at this, uh, at this company, new CEO comes in like uh, literally uh, two weeks later, they say, okay, pack up your stuff, get out. So here I am in my, in my mid forties, uh, wondering, okay, how many more times can I do this to myself? Mm. Right here. I am in my mid forties, uh, without a job. I, but fortunately I socked money away. So I had savings. I wasn't as nearly a better shape as it was before, but still I was, I was vulnerable. And, and again, big, the big part of it was that goal. I forgot that goal, that goal came out of focus and it just became day by day by day by day. And that's, and that's how most people live right day by day. They take it on as it comes up. Right the most successful people have those goals established. They write them down and they follow them every single day. I stopped doing that. I was doing it. Then I stopped. And once I stopped, I fell off the rails after that, that whole thing, getting, getting canned out of that place is probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Cause just like I said, it was uncomfortable. Now it's like crap. Now what am I going to do? So I took some time. I reflected I, I thought about what I'm, what I'm going to do next. Talk to uh, talk to an attorney friend of mine. Gave me more details about what syndication was all about. As soon mm-hmm. as I heard it, I'm like, you know what? That's what's up. I will dedicate my life to that because to get to my goal of three thousand units, billion dollars in assets, it requires a high degree of focus. It is, guys. It is not easy. It's is and you know, it's fun. But it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy at all. And, and I think that's what, that's what scares a lot of people is that it's not it's not a simple thing to do. You know, it's but yeah, go ahead. No. So I, the, the point so well said there. Right. It's not easy. And, and for that, it, it takes that that point where it takes a special person who's ready for it to make that their goal and their future, right? Because yeah. you say this, but it's done already. You know, your, your goal is 3000 units, but 1 billion. But in your mind, it's done. Now it's just you putting putting in the time and the process to get there. Yeah. And so that is what it's taken for, you know, your years to where you are, you know, in your mid forties saying, here I go again. You know, I've just let myself lose track of my goal. No more. Now I'm ready. I'm ready because the goal is there and and my mind and my body is ready for it. So what is that? timeline look for and because there's no perfect timelines you'll have people ask so so how long does it take to get a deal or what, what does it take because they're they're looking for that easy route what, what was the process for you to get that that first large multifamily like tell talk to us about that sure. property you know it um the first the first bigger multifamily i did was only 12 units but i bought that on my own no partners mm-hmm. no syndication no nothing and the way i figured was I needed to demonstrate that I'm serious about doing this, right? So after, after I left that company, I, I took some time off. It took like uh, three months, right? To really reflect, think, plan, decide what I'm gonna, what's going to happen next, right? So just three months, I created my vision board. I wrote out, that, wrote out my affirmations, detailed affirmations, which is probably one of the biggest problems that many people have is they just say, I'm going to be rich. No, I will have 12,000 units. I will have 
uh, $200,000 a month. I will have, it, it, you have to, you're, you're writing all this out like it's, like it's present time and you're writing detail. People don't do that. That has to be done. And put a time limit to it too. People don't do that. So it, it's kind of like I refocused all that. It took me three months to do all that. Right after I did that, I studied the markets and I discovered that Ohio was the place to be. So hmm. I was living in, um, in one of my rentals near the, near the beach in Virginia Beach. And um, uh, prior to that, I started, I started selling off everything. <laughs> so sold everything. And that was the last place I sold. And then I, I came, out to, came out to Ohio and um, you know, picked, up, picked up a consulting gig while I learned the market and figured this figures things out out here right because i'd never been to ohio all i have was the data the show that this is the place this is it stuff, right and i mean i i and that's the thing again I, once i made that decision i could it could have been anywhere if, if the data told me florida i would have packed up my stuff and went to florida it just happened to be ohio so i ended up here found a 12 unit bought it myself own money took just took it down right after that i found a 56 unit and uh, as soon as I, I, I locked that sucker up, sight unseen, didn't even saw it, locked it up. I saw that because I, I know the data. I, I analyzed mm -hmm. the data. I knew that the cost per door was good. I knew that the income good, was good only because the property manager from the first deal was managing that deal. So I, and I trusted the property manager. I got to know him a little bit. And, and so he's, I said, are these for real? These numbers, he assured yep. me that they were. Uh, once I locked it up, I started making the phone calls, raised, got, my, got another GP. Uh, we raised the money, locked up. We raised the money for that deal in 11 hours. How cool is that? It was a That's half a million dollars. We raised it in 11 hours, man. It was crazy. Well, you know, and you say sight unseen, but you'd already done the groundwork. You've built up the team. You had the property manager there. So you were prepared yeah. for it and you had all the guidance you needed. And, you know, it's funny because when you have people on the show, it, it's the people who are successful, they set quantifiable, actionable goals with the timeline involved there. And that's exactly what you do. Cause just like you said, like, I want to be rich. Well, what does that mean? Like for, cause if you and I both say that, that's a different, different conversation. I have my, what my rich would look like. You have your rich would look like, like some people you say, I want to be rich. That could, that could mean that they stop living paycheck to paycheck and they, they have, you know, six months of reserves for other people. They may, you know, need $10 million or the next person rich means that they could not work at all and be with their family. So everybody's going to have a different rich. So setting those quantifiable actionable goals that are that are there is one step but giving yourself a timeline right because we could say i want to be rich but you know is that me in a year is that me in a decade is that me by the time i die what, what is it you know right 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 and you know what though and I'll, jason i'll even say this that aside from writing out these goals and i'm not just saying like if someone out there is listening to this and they're like they can't even imagine owning a hundred units right Write, the, write these goals out like they're freaking crazy, 12,000 units. And you're like, how the hell am I going to get to 12,000 units? Well, the way you get to 12,000 units is to hang around with people that are on their way to 12,000 units. My friends have 4,000 units, 6,000 units, 8,000 units. These are my buddies. These are the hmm. guys that I'm hanging with now, right? So it doesn't, 12,000 doesn't seem so far away <laughs> anymore, yeah. right? Because your friends are, are in that same, the same circle. Now, someone who's starting out, obviously, is not going to have access to those sorts of people. But once you really start the networking aspects, you, you goal set, you start, you, you, even if you take down a little deal, even on your own, if you have the, the means, or you, you take it down with partners or with another syndicator, it gets you in the game. You got to get in the game. It'll never happen on its own. And I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest, one of the biggest things is 
people are, I think they're just afraid to take mm. that massive action. They're afraid that whatever it is, it's not going to work. And guys, I'm telling you right now, fear will get you nowhere. It'll, it'll, yep. it all, all it's going to leave you is with regret. And that, that's one way you can't live your life. Can't live yeah. your life with regret. I love that. It's like, I always like to equate it subway to like lifting, but like if you, if your ultimate goal is to, to bench a certain weight, you know, you're not going to do that tomorrow, but if you start putting on heavier weights and doing negatives and have spotters just so your, your body can get a, get accustomed to that heavier weight instead of it being shock and awe every time you put on a new weight, well, your body ultimately lines up and says, okay, I'm ready for that. Well, your mind, you're doing the same thing, right? You're, you're setting your mind up to know that that's coming. So it's not such a, a foreign thing. Like, you know, a hundred units sounds just gargantuan, but when you size it up and you start thinking about, you know, okay, a hundred units, what, what does that take? What kind of money do I need to raise? What kind of team do I have around me? What kind of timeline do I have? What, what terms do I know? Who do I have to put in there? Well, then it's not so scary because you've set up all the steps to, to really put a process to the madness. Yeah. 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 And then once you, when <laughs> it's going to sound awful to say, once you take down enough of these deals, you start getting embarrassed that you just close a $3 million deal. Right. I, I, I get embarrassed. I, it sounds, it sounds like a dick thing to say, but it's true. I get it. It's like, hey, we just closed this $3 million deal. It's like, oh man. <laughs> well, part of it is part of it is because the, the actually it, what's funny is because we did a small deal recently because it was just a home run of a deal, but the work to do, you know, a 10 unit to a hundred unit to a fringe unit, it's really the same work. Yes. It's not like, it's not like, oh, it's 300 units. It's 300 times harder. No, it's, pretty much the same work. It's pretty much the same work. Yeah. But you yeah. know what though? I'll tell you what though. It's, it's because the think, the think now compared to even when I started all this, the think now is so big that it's like, to me, it's tiny. It's a, it's small potatoes, you know? So getting, getting that thing, getting into that right mindset, that's what changes everything. When you change your perspective, and again, it, it, unfortunately, it doesn't happen tomorrow. It's what you said. You have to get, you have to bring out that comfort zone. But for me, it took, uh, there, there, there's, uh, you mentioned timeline. It took tons of reading, tons of books, tons of studying, getting it out of that comfort level that, I mean, I'll put it this way. I was listening to a, a complete audio book in four days, a complete audio book right? Even less if I can, if, if I were able to do it and just compressing all this information into my head as fast as I can consume it. That's very uncomfortable. People don't like doing that kind of stuff or they're not capable to do it. Unfortunately, hmm. I'm, I'm able to do it, but people out there can do it. It is possible. It's not easy, but it's doable. And how bad do you want it? That's, that's ultimately mm -hmm. what it is. The first question I ask in my coaching is, what's your why? Why are you even doing this in the first place? Because if your yeah. why isn't big enough, you're going you're gonna to stop doing this thing you know, in, in four yeah. weeks. Yeah, you cracked me up because uh, Peely, when, when we will ride together, like I like to listen to Audible two times and she, she can't, she hates that. So she's like, she's like, it just sounds like people are just going blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm like, no, I can get the book done twice as quick. And then I realized that if you, if you get YouTube, YouTube can go two and a half, three times. Like, well, yeah. if I can keep up, as long as it's not like a New York talk or I can keep up with this, I'm like, well, that's sweet. I'm doing, you know, 30 minutes and 10 minutes. How bad is that? You know, how much more content can you consume where I'm not wasting time trying to track out 30 minutes because we're never getting back, back time, right? So, yeah. so your stories here is awesome. Uh, we got, we got a new segment here. We're going to just do a couple snap question sections here and we really, you're going to throw you into the fire. You're going to, you're going to be the guinea pig. So I'm sorry all to right. put that on you here, but all right. all so, right. all right. what's the best piece of advice you, you've been given that still stands with you today? <laughs> 
your expense ratio is never 50%. <laughs> super good. Super good. I see. I see. Anyway. Yeah. It's super good. If I see that constantly. What, what's it, a talent you wish you possess? Yeah, talent I wish I possess. Wow. Uh, no one's ever asked me that. That's a good looking question. Um, I would say a talent I wish I possessed was the ability to read even faster. Great. Yeah. Great. What is, uh, what is a skill set you're working on improving right now? Besides the reading, of course. You know, one of the things that you can never be too good at is raising money. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are. It, your, your ability to raise money is absolutely critical to scaling your business. Because mm-hmm. once you're able to, to not only raise the money, but also perform, right, which is just as important, obviously, uh, you're, you're, you're limitless. You know, you can, you, you can help. You, you're, you're delivering a return to the investors. And you're able to, to build something that'll, that, that'll be hopefully really big and then yep. ultimately stand the test of time, which is what I'm going after. I want legacy. What, what's attraction tick that you use to, to get your time back on track? What, what, I'm sorry, what do I? So, so generally a lot of it with so much with social media and so many other things happening. Yeah. How do you get, how do you get your time back? What, what do you do to recalibrate and refocus? Uh, wow. Um, I would say that I try to turn off the, the, I try to close the browser windows whenever I can. I try to, that's, which is tough to do. Um, we've, we've been very active on social media. So of course it, social media is, is designed to be, to be very um, engaging to people, right? Which is, which is very difficult to overcome because our, our biological brains want to pick up on that and just start, clicking the buttons that's what because it's what we yep. do right so part of it is is just avoiding those 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 temptations and just keep them away from me right uh i i try to stay very precise with my time as best i can uh schedule meetings accordingly in, in the sense like maybe one cafe but schedule four four in-person meetings back to back that way it saves time mm-hmm. uh, because it, just like you pointed out which is beautiful you can you can always get back more money you can never get back more time Absolutely. What's a lesson you learned either by someone else in multifamily for what you're doing to, that's really shaped who you are in your multifamily business? Oh, uh, wow. Um, it's going to sound terrible, man. <laughs> the, truth, the, truth, the truth is where the gems are. You can, you can never trust what the seller is saying. <laughs> True. And, and I, I'll, I'll piggyback that with, it's not because the seller is ultimately always trying to be deceiving, but sometimes they just don't know, you know, if they're running the property themselves, they're not thinking about doing accounting or admin or all these other costs that go in there and they're doing their own property management, their own turns. Well, they may be missing that off the, off your, you know, P and L or your, your T12, not, not maliciously. It's not like they're trying to, they just, right. they don't, you know, they just don't put it on because they, they're like, Oh, well, I, I did that. I didn't even think to put on snow removal because I'm doing exactly. it, you know, exactly. So, There's that. And it, there, but there is something else too, is that, but um, in the majority of the deals that we've done, whenever we took it, we, we, we looked at the property, it would be over 90% occupancy. And by the time we close, so you figure, you know, 30, you know, 30 day due diligence or, and then a 45 day to close for financing, yada, yada, yada. By the time we get to closing now, occupancies dropped to like 82% or some yep. ridiculousness, right? Why? Because the seller has decided I'm not putting any more money into this thing. I'm done. 
Mm-hmm. So when that happens, that, that happens more often than not. So for the listeners out there, make sure you build in protections for that to say something like, if your units are, if all the units are not rent ready, there's some sort of penalty. Uh, yep. It has to be, it has to have some bite. You know, Mo- most attorneys, um, attorney, my attorney friend will put in like a, a $500 fine or whatever. I put 2000 mm. in mine uh, and see if they come back with anything. But just because again, it's, you know, when, when we're going to look at an asset, we're looking at the asset as it is today. This is Correct. what we're buying, right? We're not buying uh, an asset that's, missing a ceiling and have no floor, which actually happened, by the way, there's, we're going to have to be closed. Yeah. The ceiling is gone. All I see is the rafters. That, that's a real thing, but actually, wow. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's your greatest tip for success for the listeners? You got to get your mind right. Uh, listen to as many books as you possibly can. Stop watching TV. Stop mm-hmm. drinking the alcohol. Once in a while is okay. Stay away from all that bad stuff. Stay away from negativity. Stay away from the news. Start working out. There's there's a lot of tips there, but yeah, it's it's all. But it's but as a guy that interviews a lot of a lot of people out there that have these 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 big deals and they're they're very successful at what they're doing. There is a common trait in that they take care of their body. They take mm-hmm. care of their minds and everything. Everything else just seems to fall into place. It, it just does. And they have a positive outlook. They, they, um, they study and they train every day, not just the real estate stuff, which is important to stay sharp, but also human psychology is huge sure. and emotional intelligence, huge. Those two things, the ability to talk to people, to engage with people, not be a jerk to people, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Often overrated. Uh, it's, it's everything. This is everything. You know, Augustine, I, I, knew, I knew this was going to be an awesome show. I was excited for it. I knew, I knew you were just going to bring it today and you surely did. So, so thanks very much for coming on the show. We truly appreciate you sharing all this with the audience. It was just incredible. So for that said, to all the listeners, what's the best place to find you? Tell us where they can find the podcast and the best way for them to connect. Yeah, bulletproofcashflow.com. Uh, go there. We have a lot of material out there as well. Uh, of course, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher. We're on Facebook as well. We have, we're on every social media platform, really, uh, and all the popular uh, uh, casting sites as well. So we're, we're just about everywhere. So if you just, even if you just Google Bulletproof Cashflow, you'll find us. Uh, we, and we're going to be switching to a five-day-a-week show uh, as well. So Incredible. there's going to be a lot of new content coming out. And uh, we have a bunch of other new stuff, too, to really help people really kick off their career in this, in this business. I mean, they're, oh, they're so cool. Man, I'll tell you what, as a guy that's been doing this for years, I did the whole IT thing. I started numerous businesses. There is not hmm. one single thing that can outdo multifamily. This is the best thing I could find. Absolutely incredible. Appreciate it. I mean, I'm really psyched to meet. Augustino is going to be out here for our workshop uh, October 12th. He's coming out to beautiful New Jersey, which they call the uh, Florida of the uh, Northeast. That's right. Uh, not, yeah, as, as, as I've been told. So <laughs> going to just share all this awesome wisdom with the audience. So of course, uh, it's multifamilyfoundationworkshop.com. Super excited to have you. Super excited to meet in person. Have a great day. Mm. 